0: Welcome to the see you next summer podcast and guys, it's my favorite time of year <laughs> and I just, I can't believe we're already here towards the end of the year, but mm-hmm. um, it's, this is my Christmas and w- today, I mean, with me as always is the, hmm, how do I put this? I guess the one Nona writer to my Michael Keaton mm-hmm. or my uh, Lydia to my Beetlejuice. Oh shit! I said the name, <laughs> Raul Rutter.
1: You guys, what's up, buddy? Oh, oh, hi, guys. Yes, our first episode of Halloween, the sequel, <laughs> the second Halloween man that we're doing, and today, um, uh, Billy selected a really good one, a movie that I haven't seen since I was a kid, and he already said the name, Tim Burton's classic Beetlejuice.
0: I should have just waited until we said it three times. But, you know, fuck it. It's our show.
1: Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> yeah. Not. It's, he it's... will not be here. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. He's in, he's in Hawaii, though. His or on Ah, Or Saturday,
0: yes. With the dune sandworms, even though they look <laughs> more like, well, I mean, appropriately, Tim Burton's nightmares.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, Exactly.
0: But yes, today we are talking about Beetlejuice, released in nineteen eighty-eight, directed by Tim Burton, starring Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, and Gina Davis, as well and as a Catherine young O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara, O'Hara, and a young Winona Ryder.
1: This is a movie. I remember when I was a kid. I'm like, a, it has so many things in it, but I remember when I was a kid, I was slightly confused with the rules of like of them in the house i was like especially how they cannot get out and i was, adults, I was like oh, okay i get it but also uh things that i did not notice when i was a kid a lot of sexual and really hidden adult jokes that i did not get when i was a kid it was like damn especially the secretary was like a, especially the thing that i did and she lifts her arms and also that thing that billy's doing right now i was like a, wow i was like uh This movie has a lot of stuff, and I'm pretty sure this movie was a PG, right? When it got released,
0: it was released PG. I don't know how it did it, but I'm pretty sure it gave kids nightmares.
1: Uh, That's that Michael Keaton snake is still scary. We're
0: here for your daughter, Chuck. (laughs) 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 Oh man. So, the basic premise of this movie is that Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis are a married couple mm-hmm. they live in connecticut and um well first we get the title sequence where we hear of course tim burton staple danny elfman doing the yes. music which kind of was weird back then because danny elfman um had a band oingo boingo and mm-hmm. he was he was the lead of that and the only other movie that he really did was uh, weird science which that is a strange strange movie mm-hmm but this time it was know. just Danny Elfman himself. Now we know him as the composer. But hmm. before that, he was just regular recording artist and nice. uh, singing voice of
1: Jack Skellington now. Um, True. So, yeah. You know you get- what reminded me in the title sequence, the way that we've seen the letters and, uh, and the whole town? It reminded us like, a, so Hocus Pocus copied it from this movie. <laughs> because it's almost the same, like the way of seeing the town and we see the shadows of the witches flying before we see, oh, I forgot the name of the cat, Something, Binks, uh, before we see the-, the Thackeray see Binks. Binks. Thackeray Binks, yes. Oh man,
0: and so yeah, it opens on uh, the model of the mm-hmm. town, and it turns out that Adam, who is Alec Baldwin, he has, he has a diorama of the entire town. Mm-hmm and honestly he looks so comfy just like like his wardrobe just looks so comfy it's a nice plaid shirt and
1: And, so thin
0: yeah very thin alec baldwin very Mm. young alec baldwin as well yes
1: yeah especially because his face got super wider even though he he gained weight but his face and his head got really wide like (laughs) it's so slick the way that he's so young in this movie and also young gina davis uh, was this before that movie that flopped hard? That I'm forgetting the title. That it was about pirates. That it not made. Oh, it?
0: oh, Cutthroat Islands, the world's biggest box office bomb. Let me look that up. But aside
1: uh, of Waterworld, because I w- I will always remember that from Gina Davis, and also I always remember Gina Davis from being the mom in Stuart Little.
0: She was the mom in Stuart Little. That is that's weird. No, it's this...
1: Doctor House. He was the father. Yes, Stuart he was. Little.
0: <laughs> and you know who made that story, right?
1: M. Night Shyamalan baby. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were gonna I knew you were gonna bring it up, so
1: it's part of the Shyamalan I, verse.
0: That's that's just a weird thought for me that M. Night Shyamalan wrote wrote Stuart Little. And anyway, no, Cutthroat Island canon.
1: was after nice. this movie. Nice. And so Stuart Little in my head kind of he's part of the Unbreakables. <laughs> that's why he I mean, gets <laughs> might
0: as well. <laughs> But yes, um, we get, of course, Tim Burton and all the stars. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Jones, whom you might know as the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's Mm -hmm. he's the dad. And um, oddly enough, both parents are in this movie are from John Hughes movies. Mm -hmm. Because Catherine O'Hara, obviously, um, Home Alone. Mm -hmm. And this is I believe this is the first big Um, debut for Bo Welch who did the production design which is phenomenal Mm
1: -hmm. like you
0: look at this movie and you know Beetlejuice Mm -hmm. and it really complements just like Tim Burton's vision and direction and this is one of those movies where when you say a Tim Burton movie you this is immediately what you visualize
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah they're just going through the town saying hi to everybody we got Gina Davis, who is um, her character's name is Barbara. They're the Matlins, and they're looking to sell their house and move out because mm-hmm. couples do that and people do that. And we get her really annoying cousin who's just like,
1: by the way, I heard that you want to sell the house.
0: Oh, actually, no, they don't want to sell the house.
1: They don't want to. She's yeah. the one that's trying to sell it.
0: Yeah, no, her annoying cousin is just like, oh, by the way, this we got this buyer, and they're just like, no, mm-hmm.
1: leave us alone.
0: <laughs> And then they go to town and they're just having a good time. They go into the store real quick. And the old guy, I love that. He just keeps talking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Yeah. This is the instance where it's not a dog or it's not a cat, but it's a dog. My brain is like, like at 50% today. I don't know why.
1: Yeah. Because of a dog, they derail and they're about to fall. And the dog is like keeping a weight with one of the one of the planks that is making them balance between the car and the car like, he's like, nee! and the car jumps and they die. And they die because of a dog. And in my head I'm like, the Cruella director was watching this one, I was like, I have an idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they return home and they're just like, oh that was weird. They're still wet and everything and mm-hmm. there's a fire that's going on. They're like, we don't remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam decides to go retrace his steps. But uh, when he goes outside, they're in a Salvador Dali painting.
1: Yes, I was going to say, I remember that that thing looked familiar. Like the colors, it's like Salvador Dali, Yeah, yeah
0: but it turns out it's actually Saturn. Because mm-hmm. when you die, apparently, and you're stuck in the one place where you are from, I guess, mm-hmm. they're stuck in the house um they get transported to saturn and these giant worms that remind me of the sandworms from dune Mm -hmm. just like pop up and try to eat him. but he comes back to the house just in time oh yeah and he has a little gray uh streak as well Mm because if you visit saturn i guess you just get a gray streak and they're like um oh man oh yeah no Barbara says you were gone for two hours and he's like mm-hmm. what are you talking about I was like there for like a minute mm-hmm. and then she goes uh yeah read this and it's a book on the table that says handbooked for the recently deceased
1: mm-hmm.
0: Handbook for the recently diseased no deceased <laughs> I don't think we survived that crash dun 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 there
1: goes <gasps> woo. And I, and I, was like, I "Have an idea." Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but time passes relatively quickly, mm-hmm. and the, um, oh, yeah, Jane is the name of the cousin. Mm-hmm. She manages to sell the house to the Dietzes, who are a New York family.
1: Also, posed. what a bitch! She they just died, and she's mean. I was like, "I am gonna get that commission."
0: Yeah, she's still wearing black and everything, and then she's just like, "Oh, they're died, so tragic." Anyway. <laughs> and so the family's composed of father charles jeffrey jones mm-hmm. delia who is his second wife who is a new york socialite makes sense because many many years later she would have, of course become a socialite in Shit's creek mm-hmm. doing weird shit and it's hilarious and their daughter lydia winona Ryder, whom you know that kind of girl the goth girl, the yes. rebellious teenager.
1: And she has Hot such a girl,
0: unique the Hot Topic girl. And this is, again, when you think of Tim Burton, you mm-hmm. think of people like this. Dark, yes. black, jet black hair. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: a lot of white makeup.
0: And just pale, translucent it. skin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, it's, it's so weird seeing Winona Ryder so, like, young, Especially with where her career went, but uh, yeah, Charles he just wants he wants a quiet home in Connecticut, and because New York is obviously hustle and bustle and
1: all business. I I know he's one of his lines. He says, "I'm here to relax and click coupons."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's looking to settle, and he is all in on this. He's just like, "Eh, "This is a nice place, Mm -hmm. not bad." And then Delia is just like, um, you know, if I am going to live here, I am not or I am going to redesign this house because this wallpaper is ugly, which she is correct. That wallpaper was Mm -hmm. ugly. And she comes in with her (laughs) designer friend, Otho. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Played by the late Glenn Shaddix. He is the very effeminate home decorator i would say he he, he he looks very neat. you
1: know what well. he's pretty neat but you know the thing that i like in another 80s 90s movies he will be wearing like a lot of white or pink or something that looks more feminine him in all black it doesn't look making look that feminine and i really like that point and i did yeah. not remember that auto was a gay character until i saw it now as a, as an adult
0: oh, so oh that was oh. pretty
1: cool <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, they want to make it more livable. And then Adam and Barbara, they try various things to get them to leave.
1: Ah, uh, Gina Davis thinking of her face? That was fucking cool. And then when they cut and then when they cut in, I was like, oh, I don't give a fuck. And when they push Gina Davis, she's like, damn it. She just had me in the closet.
0: Because what they don't know, because they didn't read the book, mm-hmm. is that most of the living can't see them. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, so,
1: they, they only went, they skimmed the book. They did not read it. They did not have they did not This is why time. you have
0: to read shit.
1: <laughs> well, I was doing a Last Jedi core. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, you, you just got to bring it back to like the same three things. I, I appreciate that. Hey,
1: I bring something new.
0: Yeah, like The Last Jedi. But you're still but- holding on. Let go. God,
1: and you your did it.
0: Yeah. No. When we get to that episode, I am fully committing to that role. But yes, we we will get there. Maybe sooner than you expect, but Ooh. you don't know. Um. Anyway, they come back and they're taking refuge in the attic. Mm-hmm. And so, um, they have the door locked and they're keeping everybody out. But Lydia finds a skeleton key. Or no, she's she's given a skeleton key by Jane. By Jane.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: she's just like, what does this do? Oh, it's a skeleton key. It can, it can unlock all the doors in the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, who owned it before? Oh, my cousin. And then the little kid. They died. <laughs> yeah. So she uses it at first, but Adam was able to hold the door, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I forget what she uses. I think she uses like an ice pick or something. Yeah. She uses an ice pick to unjam the lock.
1: And I love one of the lines that uh, Delia said. I was like, what do you think is right there behind that door? What do you think? It could be ghosts. I mean, maybe those ghosts, they want to kick us out of the house. And I'm like, are you making fun of the plot?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's a very <laughs> meta.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: While this is happening, um, as soon as uh, the Matlins died, we saw this crazy-haired man Mm -hmm. we know it's a man because we hear him talk open up the newspaper and see who recently died and he goes oh okay Mm -hmm. they look like a bunch of suckers (laughs) i could i should keep my eye out for them Mm -hmm. and we also see on the tv the services of somebody named beetlejuice played by then unknown michael keaton yeah first time i saw this you Got to understand. The first movie I ever saw with Michael Keaton was Batman. Of course, Mm -hmm. I did not realize it was the same actor. Like seriously, I could not tell that was Michael Keaton between all that makeup Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: just the radically different design than I am used to. Mm -hmm. Used to. And there's only one scene where I could. I was just like, "Oh yeah, that's Michael Keaton." And we'll we'll get to that scene shortly, yes. but as a kid, that blew my mind. He is so good in this movie. And what's crazy about it, he's barely in the movie. He's the title character, but he is like maybe ten minutes
1: at most. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of time, screen time. And also another that even when I was a kid. I always confused when I was a kid Winona Ryder and Christina Rishi.
0: Oh, because of uh because of another of the- movie.
1: Because she was in Adam's family, and I'm like, yeah, 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 Winona Ryder. No, that's Christina Ricci. Oh, it was, <laughs> I always confuse them in between Adam's family and Beetlejuice. And also when Winona Ryder was in Lucas. That's a good movie. Not a lot of people have seen that one.
0: I don't know if I have seen that one.
1: Yeah, Corey Haim, Charlie Sheen. Uh, I forgot the other one. But yeah, it's a movie from like 85, 84. Hmm. It's, it's a sports movie.
0: movie of... One of the Corys, but they're not mm-hmm. both in the, in it. Yeah, I don't know. My only point of reference is Lost Boys. That's the only Corey Hayne movie I've seen.
1: You haven't even seen License to Drive? No. Damn. I'm
0: young, bro. I'm young.
1: Oh, anyway.
0: They consult the handbook and they literally <laughs> draw a door on the wall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're able to go to what is basically, um, the doc make a doctor's appointment Mm -hmm. or like a financial advisor and they're just in the waiting room and we see more colorful characters like a woman that was sawed in half man that got the shrunken head
1: the guy with the shark on his leg
0: yeah (laughs) what
1: was oh no my favorite one is the guy that is so burned and he's offering a cigarette to Alec Baldwin that's a great design
0: Yes, and another thing I love about this movie is the practical effects. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of practical effects, and I think that they are used really well. It helps with the undead sort of thing, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to look up who did um, the effects for this movie—it's probably somewhere. But while they're doing that, um, they take a number and, um. They just... The
1: receptionist tells uh, tells her about a rule, and that's why I took note of this rule, because I even... I'm trying, like, to get it. It says, appointment, you died two months ago. You had to spend 125 years at your house on Earth to get an appointment with Yungo. It will get you at least three class once the 90s intersections. Now I'm like, so, because this is the thing that I want to kind of, like, try to understand because they died young this is the way that I got it they need to spend 125 years in their house or and then they get a voucher and they get a voucher or I was like oh maybe it works by casper rules because they didn't finish their unfinished business because they were remodeling the house at the beginning of the movie and then they not have a family and I remember that the Lydia stays with them and I'm like Maybe because they got a family at the end. That was their unfinished business. Is it by Casper rules too? Maybe.
0: (laughs) But essentially they treat the afterlife like a bureaucracy. Yeah. It's a very unique sort of look at death. Because you never really think about like the complexities of like, what do you do after death? Oh, they're just ghosts. How do you do that? Okay. So then they go to their caseworker, Juno, who is great. By the yeah. way, this but little was... tiny woman that's just like, didn't you read the manual that will tell you everything in there? God, I have all these other appointments, and it's again, it's like bureaucracy. It's Very also, accurate.
1: I, the guy that is super flat, who's like, oh yeah, that joke was flat, and I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. oh yeah, the and guy like, hanging I, off
0: the coat rack.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> also talking about the dark joke that I said, I was like, at uh, this woman that says, I was like, uh, huh. And you know the thing that I hate the most of how I died? That then you have to pay for it right here. Especially because I died this way. She lifts her, her arms and they're both half a it. half cuts and she cut her veins. And I'm yeah. like, that's a dark joke for a PG movie. Even in the 80s. And, also and they're in, laughing about it. In the background, you see a guy that is like hanged from his neck. That he killed himself and he's giving mail to the friend of the desk. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's it just laughs at death. And the other thing is that this movie has very distinct colors. Mm-hmm. Like the colors pop. And they're very, a lot of purple, a lot of green, a lot of blue. Mm-hmm. Just whenever there's colors on screen, you can see them. They're very vibrant. So yeah, they, they're just like, okay, you want them out of your house. Just scare him out. Mm-hmm. Come on, it's like common sense. But they stupidly try to do the sheets thing. You know, the, Ooh, we're ghosts. <laughs> they even make fun of that. And nobody gives a shit. Literally. <laughs> and the only one that can see them is Lydia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because she's not like most people. But then she takes pictures of them and then discovers, oh shit, you guys are ghosts.
1: And, and also, like, Lydia yeah. noticed that they were gone for three months. When they opened the door and they walk in, and when they walk back, there were three months that they stay there in the other plane. That's the way that I call it when they went to like to see Juno. And also, really like another thing that when they open one of those doors, is like the river of lost souls, like Hercules that is all green, and you see all the people like like go like super rotten. And I'm like, that's a bit, that's fucking cool. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, yeah, it's because she found the manual because mm-hmm. they just left it lying around in the attic. And she found a passage that explains how the live people ignore the strange and unusual.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I myself am strange and unusual. unusual. Ugh. Get the out of my room, up? Dad. But yes, yeah, so the Matlins and they help get Lydia to get the Dietzes out of their house. Mm-hmm. But nobody believes her, obviously, because they think she's just pulling a stunt. She just wants attention, all of that stuff. Particularly the mom. It's her stepmom as well. And they have a very uh, strained relationship because they're so different.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: personality-wise. Yep. Because one is just, let's face it, a stuck-up bitch. And the other one is just this poor kid that just doesn't want to be there
1: <laughs> at She's all.
0: misunderstood. Uh, misunderstood. But after that attempt fails, Barbara sees something in the model of the town in the Mm -hmm. attic. There's a glowing light around a small grave Mm -hmm. that appears to belong to Beetlejuice. And they go down there um, because she says his name three times. And Juno said, no, you don't want his help. He does not Mm -hmm. work well with others. He used to work for me. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, just from experience, don't do it. Don't even say his name. You say his name three times, he will appear. Mm-hmm. Because Beetlejuice, it turns out, is just a crazy-ass poltergeist. Mm-hmm. And this is where we meet him. They get whisked down as the model. And they immediately regret it. Because he is crazy and just... um, He's very, very... He's... He has pioneered what I like to call the fast-talking dick routine, where it's just like, oh, hi, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Um, Or just the fast-talking, quick-witted person. Mm -hmm. Other examples I can think of are the genie from Aladdin or Mm -hmm. drop-dead Fred. You know what I mean. (laughs) The crazy personality that's just like, ooh, look at how crazy I am. But here it works because Michael Keaton is just so committed to it. And I love that they're just like, Are you qualified? And he's just like, well, I attended Juilliard, and I Mm -hmm. went through the bubonic Plague, and I've seen The Exorcist over 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it, not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. So what do you think? You think I'm qualified? And he's just, no, oh, do you mean, can you be scared? Oh, yeah, 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 hold on. What do you think of this? (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, you like it? And he's just always just like, hey, we're going to be real pals. We're going to be real amigos and everything. Oh, you uh, You want me to kill them? And they're just like, no, we just want you to scare them out. And he's just like, oh, yeah, no, I can, I can do that easily. But then they're just like, yeah, no, this is a bad choice. Let's bail. And so they do. They figure out they say home three times. And they just leave him there. And he's just like, hey, I, hey you bunch of losers. You're working with the professional here. He kicks down the tree and he just goes, Nice fucking model! And then he grabs his crotch and it honks, like, honk, honk. (laughs) The one fuck that they say in this movie. I forgot that that, there was a fuck in Beetlejuice. I was like, damn, did he just curse? I mean, ironic statement right there, but still. And so then after this, um, Raul, I think you should talk about the the calypso the, scene
1: ah uh, yes and so they're in the they notice that after they come back from what happened with Beetlejuice and talking to Juno they notice that all of the has already remodeled they has all of those damn blacks and all of the greens and all of these real sculptures that Catherine O'Hara does and you see Otto there's this woman and there's another, there's another gentleman and then we see the, the deeds. they're having dinner and it was like, a, I would love, it was like, a, well, maybe this is really something paranormal is happening here. I was like, a, well, we can call, uh, you can call Otto. And that's like how you can call him. I was like, because he's not normal. And I was like, ah, uh, Otto. So I was like, a, well, she's upset because someone dropped a house on her sister. <laughs> and, so oh. like, and then all of a sudden it got here and she's just like smiling and seeing um, uh, his, uh, her husband. It was like a. They start singing
0: the banana boat song, you know, Mango Banana.
1: It's, it's, it's,
0: they start doing the dance moves and everyone's just like, what the hell is happening? Oh yeah, they're memory. there. They're there because Delia is showing off her sculptures. She's yeah. an artiste yep and it's a very awkward dinner party you ever been to one of those where you don't really know the people but you're mm-hmm. only there to just be nice it's one of those and there's yep. a lot of awkward silence as well mm-hmm. i really appreciate just like jeffrey jones he's trying his best yep but we all know it's it, it's doomed and lydia yep. just looks so freaking miserable yeah i was just like thank you Winona Ryder. always she was ahead of her time man
1: no, but I love the way that they're dancing. They're like, I love their visual dance. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But they're also kind of like having fun. I'm like, eh, 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 banana. and then yeah. way that they shake their asses to the fucking food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> twerking before twerking happens.
1: Yes.
0: But yeah, and it's it's a I love song the
1: ending the, style like that's
0: called the calypso where they mm. talk like this.
1: Oh, I did not know that, and I love. If
0: you've ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean, you know the David Jones. She's toured to talks like this, and yeah, spoilers for Pirates Three. She's Calypso.
1: Ah, damn
0: it! I mean, it's a
1: fifteen-year-old movie.
0: It's been out for a long time, but yes, that's that's what it's. They they're just like, I didn't know I could do that with my arms and stuff. They're like, oh my gosh, this was awesome. We were possessed the Matlins, they were just like, oh, my gosh, they're going to be running out any minute because they're going to freak out and everything. Mm-hmm. All the cars are still there. Yeah,
1: they're, not <laughs> they're just hard. like,
0: they're just like, what? I thought we did right. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, nobody but uh, Lydia seems impressed. And they are just and Lydia's just like, um, oh, yeah, no, we got ghosts, by the way. And they're like, okay, just bring him down. She's like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: no, <laughs> go to your room.
1: And they all they all go up to the attic and they see the model town. And Otto takes the book, the handbook of the disease. But also, I really love another thing. Uh, at the end of the day, oh, I really like it. it's an effective scene, the way that the shrimp grabs their faces and then pulls them to the table. That's fucking cool. That's a good way to end, like, a really harmonious scene, and then was, like, a, oh, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, a scary moment at the end. There's a lot of
0: good, like, scary moments in this movie.
1: hmm And then... This is the moment when they're like walking down, and they're like, "Oh my god, we can even make like a park here, like an amusement park, like people getting scared. We can get some money." But right
0: after this, turns out Beetlejuice wants to scare them out himself, Mm -hmm. and how does he do it? By transforming into a terrifying snake.
1: Uh, A basic practical effects with stop motion, also too the combination of both of them,
0: and he starts to like messing with the room and he's freaking out everybody he knocks otho down the stairs and he drops uh jeffrey jones down and yeah he's just like we're here for your daughter chuck (laughs) 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 stuff and everybody is visibly freaked out by this Mm -hmm. because beetlejuice actually knows how to scare people yep and then um Barbara manages to stop it by saying, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice.
1: Mm -hmm. Aw, damn. Ah." And they pull him back into the model town.
0: Yeah, he's just like, you never interrupt a professional while he's doing his job. Man, I just need something to, you know, get off some steam, if you know what I mean. And then we see the
1: lights. The Dante's Inferno's room. A strip club (laughs) that pop into the model town.
0: A fucking strip club Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and they're just like how did this happen
1: who did that Mm -hmm.
0: because it turns out that they the matlins are brought before juno again and then she's just like you guys just screwed up so Mm -hmm. bad one you got photos taken of yourself two you let him out and three you let otho get hold of the handbook just work Mm -hmm. harder and scare them and then, um, I love effect. that. There's I love that. There's also um, there's this football team that's just like, Coach, can I go to the bathroom? She's just like, I'm not your coach.
1: And there's no men's bathroom.
0: Men's <laughs> bathroom. Come on. Also, show me what you got. And then they contort their features. It's really cool. Like, mm-hmm. you see, I've seen them at conventions, mm-hmm. just like Be- Beetlejuice cosplay, like characters from the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's one of the coolest cosplays I've seen.
1: Yeah, because it is that, practical. The way that Ali Bowen stretched his head and it looks kind of like a, a mask from the plague from like the 1800s. And really, like if you think of the eyes, it looks like a mask from the plague. Yeah. And the, and
0: and the uh, way that Gina
1: Davis opens her head like, like saw bear style, like uh, the way all the way to the back and all of her teeth are like super long and puts her eyes in the middle. Yeah, That's and Alec cool. Baldwin
0: puts his eyes, which make little eyes, on his fingers. Yep. Yeah. And the back of his head looks like the the red part of a chicken.
1: And you know what also? It looks like the way of his pointy ears at, uh, at Natalie Baldwin's like, um, prolonged head. It also looks like that dog from uh, from Nightmare Before Christmas with the hollow eyes. Oh, eye Zero. Too. Yeah. It does look also... like Zero. Mm-hmm.
0: How do I think about it? We're just basically just rambling on about Tim Burton. because Yeah,
1: because a lot of stuff from Tim Burton started here. Like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that he's known for. The way that he's his comedy, his creepy stuff, his mu- the music that he likes to do. Like a lot of stuff started here. Yeah, there's him. a lot of
0: bouncy but whimsical at the same time. It wasn't really, I mean, this was mainly a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like a horror comedy but it leans more towards comedy
1: also which is when- why we
0: decided to do it
1: mm-hmm. because we wanted to
0: start out with something uh nice and bouncy
1: yeah before and- we get
0: into some serious shit
1: yeah and also thing that i never noticed when they're doing this behind them there's kind of like a window or like seven different people in different rows eating popcorn watching it from afar and i'm like is that the audience I was like, uh, the, that's a thing that I never noticed. I will sh- later show you a screenshot of it because I'm like, I was like, is that the audience? And I was like, it's like only in purple and it's behind them. And you see them like eating popcorn and it's all in purple. Huh.
0: Yeah. When I think of this movie, I think of purple. There's a mm-hmm. lot of purple. Like even the famous poster. Mm-hmm. You have seen this poster before with uh, Beetlejuice and the black and white striped suit. Alec Bowen's and- head. Yeah, you have seen it. It is actually hand-drawn as well, mm-hmm. which is also something that is really sad, that posters posters today are not like posters back then. A lot of the times, movies had to be sold with posters mm-hmm. because most of the time now it's trailers, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Back
0: then, trailers were not that great. No, and no. It was, it was just like, yikes. There were very few exceptions. Very few. But also, um, also like Alien. You-
1: also, for you children, you went to a video store in the 90s. You selected a movie by watching the cover of the VCA of the VHS tape. Yeah, because the cover the
0: in- intrigues you. Uh-huh. That's the thing, and a lot of the time, the covers were like hand drawn and handmade. Mm-hmm. There's this one guy that you should look up, Drew Struzan. He did mm-hmm. some of the most famous uh, po- posters of all time. You have definitely seen his work before and it's just it makes me sad that Mm -hmm. that has been just gone down the drain same thing with Mm -hmm. video stores but you know times have to change yep yeah Uh, barbara anyway is like i don't know if i want to scare them now because i actually like lydia she's Mm -hmm. a good girl and just lydia of course gets so upset She writes a suicide note. It's all played for comedy, though. Mm -hmm. Like, it's serious subjects, but they sort of treat it like no big deal. So you don't really think about it too much. And it fits the tone of the movie. So she goes, and she keeps messing up the suicide letter. But she goes to the attic to say goodbye to the Matlins. And she encounters Beetlejuice, who Mm -hmm. is stuck in the strip club because obviously it was a trap. Yep. And he's just like, hey, hey, you, come here. Can you get me out of this thing? I mean, I just need you to say my name three times, and then.
1: But he, um, he says it was like, a, but she says it was like, but what is your name? I cannot say it, but I can give a clue.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then she also goes like, "You were the snake. This was mm-hmm. your fault. They had nothing to do with that, did they?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it was all you." He's like, "No, I mean, wander under the bridge, whatever." And. Then he's just like, uh, can you play a game of charades? Okay. And he's just like, just look behind you. And then we just see this, hey, this enormous beetle freaks around and she's just like, beetle. And then he's just like, oh, all right. And then Mimes drinking something, beetle glass, and um, pours some orange juice right in front of her. And she's like, beetle breakfast. He's like, ah, oh, come on. Be- beetle juice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice, yeah, come on, you just got to say it one more time. And that's when she realizes, oh, you were the snake and everything. And then he's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, come on, just say it one more time. And she's like, no, no, I Mm -hmm. think I'm good. Ah, come on. But then Adam and Barbara appear and uh, it freaks out maybe a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just like, ah, okay. And then they're like, it's us, it's us. But um. What, what what's wrong Lydia and then she's just like I just don't want to live anymore I just want to be like you guys and they're like no Lydia trust me you don't want to be a ghost mm-hmm. It's it sucks they're like yeah. yeah trust me and he's trying to put his face back mm-hmm. but he can't get it all the way and so his nose is just like really big and I'm like it's Cyrano de Bergerac his big ass nose <laughs> and it causes her to laugh a little bit We're going through this like very quickly. We're not even, we're almost 40 minutes in. But that's because this movie is very short. It's only an hour and a half. Like maybe less than that, counting credits. But yeah, it's really. Rewatching this, I was really surprised by how fast it goes, but how enjoyable it is.
1: It is very fast, especially. I remember being longer, but maybe because I saw it with ads, maybe I thought the movie was longer, like I seen it on cable or even in national TV. But and then after this, Otto and the family are downstairs and they're reading, uh, Otto is uh, reading the, the the handbook. They're doing a seance. They're technically doing a seance and I was like, but we need something from the previous owners and they, they have the wedding gown and the, way, the wedding, the wedding, the wedding tuxedo, and the, he starts doing this kind of like a spell for the séance, and Gina Davis, she slowly disappears and she reappears in this wedding dress. And for me, this is a scary moment—the way that she cannot talk or say anything to the people, and slowly she's getting old, and and she's getting, she's getting, she's rotting away. As also Alec Baldwin's character is bringing to the talks. And the way that he's touching her and then she's already turning into dust in one of her hands. I was like, this scene is still scary. That scene scared me when I was a kid.
0: They're literally decaying. Mm-hmm. Because what they don't know is that they think it's a seance. Oh, yes. And also the dad's um, associate, Max Dean, is there, played mm-hmm. by singer Robert Goulet. But um, they are there to witness the poltergeist because he's trying to sell everything. And they're just like, dude, we just want to see the ghosts. Uh-huh. And Lydia's just like, no, don't do it. Turns out the seance ends up being an exorcist. Mm -hmm. Again, it's funny because they mentioned the exorcist in this movie. And and it's like poetry. It rhymes. (laughs) So what happens is Lydia is getting desperate now. Mm -hmm. And is like, okay, fine. I'll get you back out. But you have to help me. And he's just like, all right, but. I got to marry you. I don't make the rules. That's just how it has to be. Weird, gross, and creepy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, she agrees to it, and Beetlejuice comes, and he, of course, dazzles everyone at first. But then uh, I'm pretty sure he kills uh, Jeffrey Jones' business partner because they yes. do, like, the carnival uh, thing.
1: The carnival thing. That the carnival thing. That he- like the strong
0: him. man hammer thing like he he turns his whole body into like a weird like carnival thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: and his arms become like big and like inflatable arms yep and then boom they just fly right through the roof and I was just like yeah they're they're dead we don't now see they, him again
1: yeah they're super dead
0: yeah and uh
1: and After changes that. Otto's outfit into a light blue. And then Otto runs away. We don't, ah! see, we don't see Otto again. And also still in the background as he's preparing for his wedding, he has a and Lydia in a really Tim Burton kind of like red dress.
0: Completely looks, red.
1: Completely red. And I love that you still seeing... Uh, Alec Bowen and Gina Davis on the back, they're still kind of like riding, but also it's kind of like in reverse. Now they're kind of like regenerating, regenerating little by little.
0: Yeah, because he's just like, all right, let's get them done. Boop. Just points his finger and mm-hmm. they start to slowly um, regenerate. My favorite effect, though, is the little priest, the little alien little priest. Like, he just barely fits through the door and everything. I'm you know, like, look yeah. at him. He's just so small. <laughs> and he looks like what of like a cross between uh um kind like of like an alien, sl-
1: though.
0: Like an alien, like what the stereotypical green alien mm-hmm. with like the eyes. A little bit like Slender Man and mm-hmm. uh I'm trying to think. Uh probably the whispers from uh or oh no no, no the silence from Buffett. Oh yeah, they do kind of look like um, those guys from from Doctor
1: Who. I was gonna say
0: a bit like Weeping Angels.
1: Yeah, like the Weeping Angels.
0: Yeah, but he's just small and he's just like, do you? uh, Well, we don't say the b word. Okay, do you take Lydia to be your bride? And you see like the mouth moving Mm -hmm. like a Japanese dub.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious.
0: I'm just surprised because he's just so short and he barely gets through the wall. It's just like what a strange little thing. But uh, when they're trying to do that, the whole climax of the movie is that they're trying to make Beetlejuice not marry Lydia because, yeah, that's weird. And they're trying to save Beetlejuice. Um, he ends up taking Alec Baldwin's teeth out of his out of mouth. his mouth, and it turns into like chattering teeth and everything. And, and then he
1: sends him to the Model Town. And then Gina Davis resets it twice, but and then puts a, like, a metal plate on her mouth and also sends her to the Saturn, right?
0: Yep. And it's because of this um, that um, Barbara manages to get the, the one of the worms mm-hmm. and distract Beetlejuice long enough To come and just fucking eat them. It crashes right through. And it's so funny. That the worms are also black and white striped. As well. Because when you think of Beetlejuice. You think of the typical. uh, Black white suit. Mm -hmm. Which he does wear briefly. But uh, here he's like. It's kind of like. He kind of looks like a dude that. You find on like the Vegas strip. (laughs) Like with. Like the crazy hair. Mm -hmm. um, Like the 80s groom attire Mm -hmm. and he's got like all this gross shit all over him I'm just like I'm pretty sure that's like syphilis or something or moss I don't know what it is but he looks nasty Mm -hmm. and it's just it's so funny and they managed to save it and then they're like oh my gosh that's so good and the parents they're now aware of who the Matlins are and then it fades to black it fades to black Twice in this movie. The first time after they died, but then the second time is when it's like, okay, some time has passed, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, so how did you do at school today, Lydia? Oh, pretty good. I got a C in science because I wouldn't digest a frog, and I said it was against my religion. But how was the math test? Mm-hmm. Come on, we sp- we studied all week together. I got an A. You know how often I've ever gotten an A in a math test? Little to none. So I was just like, oh, man, how I (laughs) wish I were you, Lydia. I mean, not not for lack of trying. And then you're just like, can can I do the thing? Come on. Well, she got a C in science. Oh, be quiet. And then. (laughs) Do 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 do
1: do 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 shakes shakes sí shakes senora shake it all the time wa- wa- wa-
0: jump on the line. Oh, yeah, Everybody on the line. It's they play uh I believe it's Harry Belafonte.
1: hmm
0: <laughs> And uh, they do the little parlor trick and she's just floating in the air, just dancing, and all the um furniture is moving as well. Mm-hmm. And you just see that, um Jeffrey Jones in the bottom. Just going like, uh, huh? Sounds like Lydia made it, got an A on her math test, mm-hmm. and uh, Delia made a sculpture of Beetle of the Snake Beetlejuice and scared the shit out of him. <laughs> and then she's just like, he loves it, hey, Senora. <laughs> and then where does Beetlejuice end up? Because he's a poltergeist, he can't die.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He ends up in the office, the bureaucracy office, and he's waiting. And uh, he switches the tickets. With um, this shaman, yeah, because it yeah, has like four. nine million, nine hundred something thousand, a long ass time, and it was just like two,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and the shaman had like three. And he's just like, oh, what's that? And he switches it, but then mm-hmm. the shaman looks down and he just he shrinks his head down to like a super small size, not like the shrunken head dude
1: mm-hmm.
0: where it's like completely shrunken, but he's just like, whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Oh, this is actually a good look for me.
0: <laughs> She's, senora. Get all the time. And then it just plays throughout the credits, and that's the movie. Yep. We managed to stretch this out into an almost 50-minute episode. That's crazy. So, yeah, Thank any close, closing thoughts on Beetlejuice?
1: Nah, uh, This is a really entertaining movie. I, I'm i glad that I see it again as an adult. Um, it still has those memorable moments, especially like, hey! Eh! Oh, like, that's a moment that I will never forget. Since I saw it, um, it's a thing. Like I said, this is the whole thing that started the Tim Burtonisms that you will notice in every single one of his movies. this movie is still great. Like uh, I will give it a, I will give it an eight out of ten. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite Tim Burton movie of all time, but this is a really good movie. Billy knows where I mean. Sleepy Hollow is still gonna be my favorite. Yeah,
0: movie. I knew you were gonna say Sleepy Hollow. Giant. that was one of my favorite episodes just in general just to record and watching that for the first time Mm
1: -hmm.
0: halloween last year was just so good
1: yeah because
0: it's it's the one year anniversary of when we started actually having guest stars as well
1: ah that's true yeah
0: it was i think the first one we did was bram stoker's dracula yeah with uh, with my friend megan Mm Hmm. and she's great as well she couldn't do it this year but we wish her the best. Hopefully, she can come back on. Hopefully, uh, hopefully she wants to come back on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I'm so sorry about my mom. Give me, give me one second. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm gonna edit all this out. And yeah, now she's cackling like a witch. It's it's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this is like the archetype. Uh, Tim Burton movie when you think of his style and everything this is a great introduction it's just a fun breezy movie it doesn't have a lot of substance but it's not supposed to I just want to go over some behind the scenes of just like the development of this movie which is crazy because I forgot that this was produced by David Geffen who was one of the founders of DreamWorks along with Jeffrey Katzenberg and Steven Spielberg
1: I and did not know that.
0: Ooh. Also, um, they came to Tim Burton because after Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, which was his directorial debut, he was seen mm-hmm. as bankable because it was mm-hmm. a big success. And uh, David Geffen handed Burton the script and it was originally much, much darker. Like the mm-hmm. death of the matt lens was going to be more uh, graphic and it was just It was a completely different tone. It was much more horror. And I love that. um, um, Shoot, what was the name? The screenwriter, um, Michael McDowell, he did a rewrite of it. Mm -hmm. And that rewrite ended up being drastically different. And it's the movie that we ended up with now. Mm. But what's like, here's some of the casting choices Uh, Burton's original choice for Beetlejuice. With Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. Would have been interesting. They all the producers also considered Dudley Moore and comedian Sam Kinnison. If you don't know, like he um remember Back to School? The yelling teacher? Yes. That's Sam Kinnison. Okay. Very uh, very famous comedian, died young unfortunately.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, but David Geffen suggested Michael Keaton. Because mm-hmm. at this time he was doing a lot of comedies. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one called Night Shift that he did with Henry Winkler. That's also really good. Mm -hmm. And I believe he did Mr. Mom right after this as well. This came out around the same time because that was what most people remembered. Michael Keaton initially was from Mr. Mom. Yep. Uh, The role of Lydia was offered to many actresses such as Sarah Jessica Parker, Brooke Shields, Lori Loughlin, Diane Lane, uh, Justine Bateman, Molly Ringwald and Jennifer Connolly. Oh, wow. All of whom turned it down.
1: Jennifer Connolly, That would have been interesting.
0: Juliette Lewis auditioned for the role of Lydia. Nice. And the runner-up was Alyssa Milano.
1: Hmm. That Makes a lot been, of sense. Alyssa Milano would have been completely different, though.
0: And you were right uh, about Lucas, because Tim Burton cast Winona Ryder because of that movie.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a good movie.
0: And... Delia Dietz was originally going to be Angelica Houston,
1: but she had to drop out
0: because she got sick. Ew. So they got Catherine O'Hara, which, you know, um, a lot of them signed on because they just didn't know what to think. They they thought the script was weird.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Which, on paper, yeah, this movie is incredibly strange. The movie itself is. is incredibly strange. But I just thought that was really cool, and of course... Um, Bo Welch would be Tim Burton's production designer for all of his movies or like many of his movies. Mm-hmm. And, um, they did Edward Scissorhands and Batman Returns together, like most famously. So, you know, the production was really top notch. And I just think it's an easy story. It's very short. It's a lot of fun. I want to give it, I'm also going to give it an eight. It's not, it's not the greatest Tim Burton, but it doesn't need to be. And, yeah, this is a good way to kick off October. So
1: where can the people find you, Raul? You can find me at Robert RDC on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and on TikTok at RaulVaderRDC. You can follow the podcast at S-Y-N-S Pod on Twitter. And also you can follow the Give Us A Review on Apple Podcasts And on Stitcher, Google, Anchor, and Spotify, and I see you next summer podcast. And also, we're super excited about what we're gonna do this month and the following months because we're gonna go on the year with a bang. And you believe?
0: Oh yeah, no, we hopefully we got some people coming up as well coming on to help discuss some of these movies, and. You can follow me on Twitter at b, Be- uh, no, not B Buster Bill, <laughs> at Master of Puns one nine six. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. You can once again follow our Twitter at S Y N S Pod and give us a five star and write a review on Apple, like that asshole. And you can also listen on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, wherever podcasts are listened to and as always see you next summer dun, 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 dun.